This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the deep dive for truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the deep dive for truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Uh, an interesting topic that's coming up is the one mark to access your world. It's digital identity. And it's going to cover, and this is going over what we're talking about, about how technology is going to come in and take control. So it's going to cover social platforms, e-government, telecommunications, smart cities, healthcare, financial services, food and sustainability, travel and mobility, humanitarian response. And they are going to use entities, devices, people, and things. It's kind of the old barcode system on your, your person. So e-commerce to shop, to conduct business transactions, to secure payments. Humanitarian to access services, to demonstrate qualifications, to work in a foreign country. Travel mobility to book your trips, to go through border control between countries or regions. Food and sustainability for farmers and consumers to verify providence, to produce, to enhance value and traceability in supply chains. Financial services to open bank accounts, carry out online financial transactions. Healthcare for users to access insurance, treatment, to monitor health devices, wearables, for care providers to demonstrate their qualifications. Smart cities to monitor devices and sensors transmitting data such as energy usage or quality traffic congestion. Telecommunications the users to own and use devices for services providers to monitor devices and data in the network. E-government for citizens to access and use services, file taxes, vote, collect benefits, etc. Social platforms for social interactions to access third-party services that rely on social media login. So what they're going to try to do is give you a digital ID, digital imprint, whatever you want to call it, and then mark you with it and then you will be traceable. You won't be able to escape the satellites, no matter where you are on the Earth. Not to mention, if it is, the system is hackable. They have the power, one, to make your life worthless, and two, somebody hacks it, they could do the same. You're basically setting yourself up to, to take the hit. I know with TikTok, China's already controlling that, and they're already way ahead in the social media, facial recognition and social standards um, situation and money control of the people. And they're doing some very vicious things over there, but they're not the only ones. And again, it's all from the system. It's just easier to control or to, to dole it out in the communist system. That's some of the stuff that's gonna come that's really good to get that information out there. At the APEC summit, Macron, called for a single global order, also known as a one world government, also known as a new world order, or the Great Reset. You on the US and the Chinese side, 
because now progressively a lot of people would like to see there there are two orders in this world this is a huge even for both the US and China we need a single global order so a single global order that's him right there saying that yeah it's it's going to get messy brazil's already having issues with their elections here's what i got to ask everybody if you believe in your government that they would never do anything wrong then and nobody would cheat or do anything deceptive you need to look into what's happening in brazil with their elected officials so if they're doing things in elections and officials and behind the scenes and government agencies are doing things that are horrible to people then you need to say that is this the real kind of people i want to entrust my whole being with my whole ability to survive to live to work to reproduce and why would you trust them that oh these vaccines are 100% effective it's a trial order but we've tested it on some people and they never let out the real results till later you're going to trust those same people that you don't trust very interesting definitely very interesting that that's the mindset of most people and all i can say is vaccinated or not you still have a chance to survive this every human being god's gift to us is that we are all made resilient and god can put hedges of protection around us and and our immune systems can work differently and they can have a a god-given miracle can clear out the issues let's see what Dr. Peter McCullough has to say he's a revered internist, cardiologist, epidemiologist, and one of the most prominent critics of the COVID-19. So here's this Dr. McCullough has been speaking a while on this, so he's just came up with another information bit here. Look at the data on my screen. 92% of Americans are saying no more. I mean, this is astonishing. It's blown up in their face. You know what's really happened too, is that the band-aid has been ripped off the entire vaccine agenda, Alex, and this is now doctors like myself are re-examining the whole rationale for when I was born, there were three vaccines, three. A child today now faces uh, something like 72 injections. Do you know that children at the day they're born are, are given hepatitis B antigen vaccine, that one-year-olds are given influenza vaccine? People are starting to question this aggressive vaccination schedule, actually vaccinating for easily treatable illnesses like bacterial infections like diphtheria and pertussis. People are starting to question the whole thing. I'm talking to more and more parents that say, you know what, we've lost our trust in vaccines overall. That's what's coming and why is it? What's driving this? Because all of a sudden now they're putting out there that there's vaccines. You see commercials every day. There's things that, oh, we give you feel, do this, do that. Oh, and the side effects are basically the side effects that you can get from basically any vaccine. Gillian-Barn syndrome, myocarditis, pericarditis, there's just so many to list. Not to mention just knocking your immune system down to where your immune system can't fight for you anymore. And sterilizing women and sterilizing men. Who knows what it's doing to the youth if they if they're doing this vaccinating the babies and the toddlers i mean who knows what that's going uh, happening to them i mean if you go to vares the vaccine adverse effects report go find it and just keep digging and keep looking and some of those people you gotta understand don't give out the the real information some people are professionals at 
lying or setting us up for lying or making it seem like it's true, but it's not. And that brings us right into an ex-CIA agent discusses details of disinformation ops. You briefed the press, did you not, when you were there? Well, I had several jobs. One of my jobs was that of analyst. Uh, I also was an interrogator and indeed briefed the press when we, the CIA, wanted to uh, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half-truth. And uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing and uh, hope that he would put the information in print. For instance, uh, if we wanted to get uh, across to the American public that the North Vietnamese were building up their force structure in South Vietnam, I would go to a journalist and advise him that in the past uh, six months, X number of North Vietnamese forces had come down the Ho Chi Minh Trail system through southern Laos. Now, there is no way a journalist can check that information. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't, and ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it because it, was, it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would say our percentage of planning that kind of data was uh, 70 to 80 percent. The correspondents we targeted were those who had terrific influence, the most uh, respected journalists in Saigon, like Robert Chaplin of the New Yorker magazine, Kai's Beach uh, of the Los Angeles Times from time to time, and also he worked for the Chicago Daily News, uh, Bud Merrick of U.S. News and World Report, uh, Malcolm Brown of the New York Times, uh, even Maynard Parker of Newsweek magazine. Uh, we would uh, go after these gentlemen. Uh, I would uh, be directed to cultivate them, to spend time with them at uh, the Caravelle Hotel or the Continental Hotel, to socialize with them, and, and slowly but surely to try to gain their confidence by dolloping out uh, valid information, information which was true. And then I would drop in a, into a conversation the data that we wanted to get across which might not be true. Uh, one piece of data, for instance, uh, that uh, we managed to plan in the New Yorker magazine had to do with uh, a supposed North Vietnamese effort in 1973 to develop airfields along the border of South Vietnam. The reason we wanted to plant this information was that uh, we were trying to persuade the U.S. Congress that Saigon should uh, be continued to uh, should continue to get a great deal of aid. Uh, and that uh, the North Vietnamese were the chief violators of the ceasefire accord. That was printed in uh, the New Yorker magazine under the byline of Robert Chaplin, as indeed was a great deal of such information which, uh, which we tried to circulate. If I planted a piece of information with a reporter, I would ordinarily then try to create an environment in which he could not check the information. I would go to the British ambassador and brief him on the disinformation I had just given the reporter. So when the reporter wanted to cross-check what I told him with, uh, say, the British ambassador, New Zealand ambassador, or what have you, he would get false confirmation, the same message coming back at him. He'd say, aha, I've got proof that Frank Snap told me the truth, when in fact what he'd gotten was simply an echo of what uh, I'd given him in the first place via the British ambassador or other of our friendly diplomatic contacts. I am, as an ex-CIA agent, opposed to the disinformation activities 
uh, in which I was involved. I admit that I was involved, and I think it uh, uh, served no useful purpose uh, propagandizing the American uh, public, or Congress is not the CIA's job. That was Operation Mockingbird. It is real and still moving full steam ahead. Now, I understand sometimes you've got to put things out there to maybe even sway the enemy, but when you're putting things out there to swing military or government positions into action, I kind of agree with this guy. That was uh, coming from at esoteric underscore truths. If somebody knows more about Operation Mockingbird, feel free. This is fiction. They are watching. It's just good stuff for you to know that there's a whole worldwide organization being moved or used against us. So let's talk about the, uh, the sheep circling, doing squawking in circles in China. So there's sheep walking in circles uh, all to the right. This is weird that this just came out when uh, I just heard some of the research being done saying that they are going to be injecting animals, food supply animals, with virus vaccines to help keep them from contaminating food with viruses. And what's really bizarre is we had that episode where everybody was turning to the right and then spasming and then dropping and, and having heart attacks. But in those images that I was looking at, everybody was turning to the right before they dropped. Now animals, maybe they are more sustainable or can withstand these tests, or maybe they've made adjustments to these vaccines that they are giving the animals. But that's how they're going to try to embed these vaccines, these nanotechnologies into the humans, our, our species, by our food supply and water supply. So that is coming. So you need to understand that that is coming. Do your digging. Make sure you, you protect yourselves. But uh, that's, that's depending on what's happening with the world. So this is interesting. And so, um, as a PhD who knows the science, I'm in the category of the most vaccine-hesitant group. Yes, PhDs are the most vaccine-hesitant, followed by people who have less than a high school degree because they know what they don't know and they don't trust their government. And many people, the other group that is very vaccine-hesitant are African-Americans. 70% of African-Americans have not taken this vaccine. Why? because they don't trust their government. Do they have reason not to trust their government? Well, between the um, years of 1930 and 1970, the CDC conducted the Tuskegee experiment where they took un, um, untreated males with syphilis and they refused to treat them. Even after antibiotics became available, they still did not treat them and they did not tell them that they had syphilis. They told those people that they were there to secure their health and they did not secure their health. They abused them. You say, well, that was in the past, although I don't think 1970 was that long ago. Well, in 2012, whistleblower William Thompson came forward and said, we published a study that said MMR does not cause autism, but we lied. In fact, we shredded data that showed that when black boys are vaccinated on time, they have increased rates of autism diagnosis, and we shredded it and we left it out of the paper. As an African-American and a PhD, I want to ask each of you, are we going to exclude 70% of African-American people from the workforce and from education? All right, my ancestors did not work this hard. I come up from a family that worked very hard, and I'm very aware that my privileges are dependent on the work of my grandmother and my great-grandmother, and I have great respect for these people. 
that put me where I am, and yet you're telling me that my son will not be able to be educated if, based on the history of African Americans in this country, that he doesn't want to be vaccinated? Are we going to continue with discrimination and segregation in the United States of America? Thank you. And that was Dr. Christina Parks. She is a cellular and molecular biologist, and that was in reference to House Bill 4471 which prohibits certain vaccinations as a condition of employment. People are getting it, but they don't understand what's happening. Like, it's it's coming full tilt. Again, the World Economic Forum, they say they're on target for 2023. Okay, and this is just one portion of uh, what's coming. I think that uh, it's really a fulfillment of a dream that we had together with my leadership team when we started in 19. Uh, the first week we met in January of 19, in California, and to set up the goals for the next five years. And one of them was by 2023, we will reduce the number of people in the world by 50%. I think today, this dream is becoming a reality. So it's really a purpose-driven company. Secretary General and Klaus Schwab, the founder of the World Economic Forum, will will witness the signing of a memorandum of understanding on a strategic partnership between the UN and the World Economic Forum, which outlines areas of cooperation to deepen engagement between the two institutions and to jointly accelerate the implementation of the 2030 Agenda. So that's the 2030 Agenda. You just heard it there. They're going to accelerate it. And remember, they've already stated that they're aggressively seeking number reduction by the middle of or the end of 2023 so it'll be interesting uh keep with us support us best you can appreciate all the support i know uh brett got a subscription that's great thank you subscribe that's awesome and uh if you can become a truth ambassador go to our website and uh, donate that way and keep supporting us word of mouth and uh liking us and helping us out we'll Come back to you with some more good stuff as soon as I can. And we'll be coming back to you shortly. Remember, God, family, country. This is Big T and the Deep Dive for Truth team. Take care of yourselves. Peace. The Deep Dive for Truth team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, 
where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.